Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I've got to say something that Danny West did on hogsports.com was as neat as something I've seen in quite a while and so timely with all the different mock drafts that are ongoing, whether it's for the NBA or for the National Football League. Danny did a mock class draft, if you will, for the class of 2020. Three. Has Danny ever done something like yeah. this before, Trey? Similar. I think this is a little bit different than he's done before. He actually did two. There's two mock classes in there. Uh, he, okay. He did different different right. scenarios. Yeah. There's there's a mock one and a mock two for each every single position group. He's you know got like um, you know wide receiver. One group is Anthony Evans, Joshua Manning, and Katie Shepard. Another group, Anthony Evans, who's already committed, Micah Tease, and Aiden Green. You know, so uh, he's gone through every position and, and listed that. We have a cool feature on 24-7 sports. Since since our formula for team rankings works on a bell curve where your, your most highly ranked uh, recruits are worth more points, you know, from a recruiting standpoint than your lower ranked recruits, um, it's a hard formula to figure. So we've got a class calculator, so you're able to actually enter uh, the prospect's name in and see where Arkansas – uh, what their point total would be if a certain recruit, you know, joins the commit list. So by doing that, he's also able to figure out where Arkansas would potentially rank and, and you know, went back to. Wow, you get to one of those important points and there he went. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bro, Arkansas uh, rank. Bloop. First thing I always do is look at my particular no, you're, you're situation to make sure it's you're, it's no. uh, not me that yeah. dropped out. No, but hopefully we'll get yeah, to his back. I dropped there out. He oh, he's back. That's right. There yeah. he is. He's back. We think. Sorry, I need to put "do not disturb" on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, while Trey is hello is, putting "do not disturb" on his okay. You can put do not disturb on your yeah. phone. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I've never either. done that. Really? What? How do you do that? This is tips uh, for our listeners well, here. Yeah. If you swipe down from the top middle of your phone, I think. No. Yeah. Top right of your phone. If you have an iPhone, top right of your phone, and there's a bunch of little icons and stuff, and one of them is do not disturb. You put it really? on sleep. Yeah. <laughs> really? Kind of wow. How about that? Yeah, I have so to do that for so the show because I use the app on my phone, and anytime someone calls, then it it'll it'll just yeah. drop. It'll drop right. me out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you're just a popular human being. Then now we know that you're getting calls while we're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think making a phone call means I'm popular. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> 
Ooh. Yeah, I do have to okay. say, I, you, you were going through something, but I, yeah, I don't calc- want to miss. You were talking about the calculator I, and how. Yeah. I, I, one, one thing I would I would throw in there real quick, Trey. I would, uh, does it matter, but if you could factor in distance from a school, I think you should get like, you know, like a brownie point or two or three or four. Uh, for instance, if you, when Alex Collins Mm-hmm. Uh, decided to come to Arkansas. Uh, I mean, he's got to go a thousand plus miles to get to the Arkansas campus. Not only that, but mm-hmm. you've always talked about all the different schools they have to pass by in order yeah. to get to the Arkansas campus. I mean, I, what, shouldn't that be worth something? I think it should be worth something for uh, individual recruiters. So we do top 25 recruiters and stuff like that. And um, you know, there's a formula to it and, and, and stuff. But to me, like, if you get a guy, not that, like, getting, you know, Traylon Burks isn't huge, it is, but he's also inside the state. So you obviously figure that's a lot easier to get a guy of Traylon Burks' right. caliber in the state of Arkansas versus if you had to go to North Carolina to get him. So right. I always thought that that should matter for recruit rankings. Sam Pittman's a great example. Uh, when back when I was at Rivals, I used to tell them all the time. I was like, "Man, this guy is a great recruiter. Like, it's not sh- he's not showing up ranked and stuff, um, you know, on our formula." And <laughs> I think we actually didn't use a formula for for Rivals. I think it was just based on you know. I think they just handed ranked the top twenty five based on you know who they were getting and stuff. So it was a little more subjective. Uh, but it, it's interesting. He went to Georgia and suddenly he was this great recruiter. Well, there's obviously a lot of more, a lot more talent inside the state of Georgia than there is the state of Arkansas. So, if if there was going to apply to anything, I think that would maybe make sense. To, if you're farther away, you know, then it makes more sense that there's should be more value added to you if you got to recruit from farther away. I think. Yeah. Um, one name that was on the list uh, that Danny compiled, Mark class draft 2.0 was uh, Jaden Rashada who is mm-hmm. out of California and apparently Oregon has been making a supreme push uh, to get Jaden but he came away super impressed it with Arkansas and the reason why I'm bringing him up is because uh, this was an article quarterback Dominoes, top program searching for signal callers. Mm-hmm. And they, in this article, almost made it kind of, um, I'm, I'm not sure a put down, but it was like, huh, maybe even Arkansas has a chance at uh, Rashada. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, that's kind of insulting just because you're being mentioned with Oregon or USC or whoever it may be. But, uh, I mean, Danny has him as uh, in, in the Mach 2 as being the quarterback, which, again, that would be a huge get. I think we all believe Malachi Singleton on Monday is going to be announcing Arkansas. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, this... even if you can't tell Malachi Singleton to hold off because you have a 20% chance with Jaden Rashada. Right. You know, right. that just doesn't, just doesn't make any sense. So, um Singleton, I think, is an excellent pickup. I think he's probably the top quarterback in the state of Georgia, had a lot of options, and yeah, I think we'll. I think we all expect to see him call the Hogs on Monday. 
Uh, not that Rashada, Rashada is more of a drop back passer. Um, really good arm. Really, I mean, he's really good. Obviously, he's a five star quarterback. Uh, Singleton is a four star quarterback who, I mean, I like him just as much <laughs> personally based on what you can see on, on film with a guy. I mean, he's, um, you know, he's listed at six one. He might be a little closer to six foot, two hundred twenty pounds. Heck, the thing with the guy is, you know, what you like about dual threat quarterbacks is if it ever doesn't work out, you know, there's always the possibility they could play somewhere else. With this guy, I'm looking at him and thinking, man, running back if it didn't work out at quarterback. But he's to me more polished as a thrower than KJ was coming out of high school. Got better mechanics, and um, I, I think he's. I think he's going to be a really nice addition for Arkansas. I think we'll be looking back years from now and saying, wow, that was a good pickup with Singleton. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I think they're probably out of the Jaden Rashada sweepstakes if they get Singleton. I just don't see how that's, I don't see how that makes any sense. I mean, they, they might get another quarterback. I just don't, I don't know that you're going to see a four star and a five star quarterback jump on board for Arkansas in the second and, year. Anyway. And most, fans want to say okay let's cut down the chase let's get to the bottom line uh danny did that in his conclusion um i don't know if am i supposed to be giving this information away trey but well i mean there's so much in it that i don't mind you if you if you touch on it a little bit but uh, just the way it broke down we'll, we'll do the first class the first mock class version uh finished with 253 points, which would have been 12th in the nation last year. It would have been 15th in the nation in 2021 and 18th in the nation, uh, with 2020 and in, in 2020. So, uh, and we're actually seeing that's kind of interesting that it, it works out like that because we're seeing, um, with the transfer portal and just how it impacts, you know, guys out of high school, you know, the, the point totals are, have actually been lower because you don't, you know, you don't bring as many recruits in. So, um, just about, you know, two out of the three standards, uh, you know, it would be a top 15 class. That is territory that Arkansas has never been in before in the rankings era. So right now they're number three nationally. They're not going to stay number three, um, but they have a chance to stay in the top 15. And to me, that's that's the mark. That's like, okay, take that next step, get to a top 15 class, and, and then we can start talking about a top 10. Okay, I, 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 I've seen the numbers before. I don't, I, again, you've kind of given us an overview of maybe how you can calculate what a given um, commitment might be worth. But just, again, from uh, the novice standpoint, it sounds like you got to have a bunch, and I mean a bunch of four stars, and you better have at least a couple of five stars or maybe one maybe, in order to get into that top ten, and maybe even in the uh, top five, because when I look at this class, whether it be the Mach one or the Mach two, doggone impressive. I mean, the eleven that you mentioned now that's already committed is good enough for third in the country. But yet you said it's not going to stand up over the over the test of time. It could be top fifteen, but I know most fans obviously want to be inside the top ten somewhere. There was only, out of the top 13 programs last year, um, there was only one that did not sign a five-star, and that was Oklahoma, and they had 15 four-stars. So it it really, I mean, getting a, a big-time five-star talent is 
I mean, that makes a ton of difference. The year before that, out of the top 16, there were only two. There were only two that didn't sign um, a single four-star. And Notre Dame had 12 – or excuse me, a single five-star. Notre Dame had 12 four-stars, and Oregon had 19 four-stars. So that wow. just gives you a little bit of an indication how much, you know, it matters. And for Arkansas, inside the state, I mean – the last guy to sign who was a five-star at a high school. Hmm. Mitch Mustaine, probably, right? I believe it was Mustaine. Yeah. In fact, he's probably the only five-star ever in Arkansas. Well, let's see. Darius Winston. Darius Winston was he a was five-star. A five-star? So Arkansas didn't really. Out of Helena. Okay. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. Arkansas okay. did not uh, not get five-star results, I guess, from either of those guys. Um no, so only only got one year out of <laughs> Mustang, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, it's uh, it, it 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 benefits you a lot. And that year, I believe, with Winston was 2009. I think that's right. And Arkansas had the 16th ranked class in the country that year. That's been the highest that they've been ranked. Hmm. Wow, 19 four stars. That's a lot. Um, let's check in. Steve, thank you for holding. Sorry about that. We've been rather busy the last few minutes. Oh, that's okay. I, I've enjoyed it. Uh, but, uh, you know, Trey, I'm like you. This next season, I see no reason why we can't win at least 10 games. Mm-hmm. Man, I And the there. way I see it. Yeah. Before the open day, we have South Carolina, Texas A&M, Alabama, Mississippi State. If we mm-hmm. can possibly go 4-0 in that stretch, then the game, the conference games after the open day, we possibly can go 8-0. Eight no out of the gate. Eight no in the conference. Oh eight oh in the conference. And we can conference. play in the <laughs> SEC championship for oh the first gosh. time since uh, two thousand and three. So you're, you're counting beating Alabama and beating everybody else, huh? Yeah. So to me, I, mean, I look at the. It's possible, at, Rick. Well, man, it's possible. Yeah, because they're going to play the games. It is possible. Because. We've got an experienced offensive line. We got an experienced quarterback. Experienced running back. Experienced wide receivers. And the defense is going to be uh, pretty good, too. But uh, I will say this for Stan uh, the quarterback for California, he's not a dual threat, so he won't work. But what amazes me, the kid in Florida, Gus Malzahn, uh, possibly won't get him because he's not going to Central Florida because, uh, Trey, didn't you say he had already made three recruiting trips to Arkansas already? No, he's going. He's making his third this weekend. Okay. Well, that says a lot right there. And Coach oh, yeah. Pittman and this staff, they are doing something that hadn't been done in a long time. Of course, it's uh, Coach Pittman, Coach Musman, Coach Van Horn, Coach Diefel, all the coaches. They're recruiting top-notch classes now, and that's why we're doing so so well 
and that's why we're competing now. But uh, anyway, guys, uh, I'll let you go, and uh, Trey, comment on that. On them winning the 10 great, games? You no, know, all the recruiting classes that are being signed by all these sports. Yeah, well, technically they hadn't gotten them all there yet. <laughs> you know, so, um, but, I, I, you know, I kind of go back to what Sam Pittman says on the whole toughness aspect of things because, and the culture of it, because he, to me, he didn't take over this massive rebuild job. I don't think Chad Morris took over a massive rebuild job. I think the difference is Morris was looking about, you know, how could he build a team in the future with guys that aren't there anymore. And Pittman's doing that also, but he's also focused on his own team and building bond and, and toughness. And that's a word that they've thrown around a lot this off season uh, in the spring. He's thrown toughness around a lot and, um, he's right. You can have the best players in the world, and we see teams that recruit at an extremely high level, but they're not tough. And that's something that just kind of gets lost, that mindset in this world of analytics and high up-tempo offenses and, um, you know, all this kind of stuff. Sometimes it just boils down to being tough, being tougher than the guy next to you or, or across from you, I should say. Um, and that's something they've really instilled in this team. And, you got to win with good players before you can win with great players. I've always said that. And they, they've got some really good ones on, on the team right now and uh, and got some really good ones coming in. I look at this schedule. First of all, I look at the team, you know, overall top to bottom. They're big. They look like they got some speed out there. They're veteran. They have continuity with their coordinators. Their quarterback's coming back. Multi, multi-year starters on the offensive line, not just guys that started last year. The guys have started at least two years to three years in those four offensive linemen. Um, there's a lot to like to me about this Arkansas team. Uh, also, you know, it, it's a brutal schedule, obviously, but it's it's a schedule that, I mean, it's the good home schedule. Nothing's None of these games are, are you know, just going to be easy or anything, but I like Arkansas's team. I think that's a tough stretch with Texas A&M, Alabama, and at Mississippi State. You know, after those first three games, we've got Cincinnati, South Carolina, and Missouri State. I think we would expect them to be 3-0 and out of that. Uh, even though Cincinnati's got a really good program, that's not going to be a pushover game by any stretch. Um, but Texas A&M, Alabama, Mississippi State, That's and then at BYU right after that. That's a tough, tough four games right there before you get your bye week. So, to me, if Arkansas comes out of that 2-2, two and two, you know, I think that's – I think that there's a chance that they win every other one. Um, you know, Auburn's obviously dealing with a lot of turmoil with their program. Um, it's been a really interesting offseason. Uh, but it is at Auburn. Liberty, Liberty's got a good program under Hugh Freeze. LSU dealing with a lot of change, a lot of turnover. Um, you know, you might rather this year have rather gotten LSU early in the season versus late in the season when they maybe start figuring a few things out. But this game's in Fayetteville. Ole Miss is in Fayetteville. And Missouri's in Columbia, I still hope that they change that to Arrowhead. I don't know if they're going to, though, but it was supposed to be at Arrowhead in 2020. Yeah, wouldn't that be that. good? Wish they would, too. Would, yeah, I wish they would do that. But So, anyway, I mean, I think I, I like them. I like them nine, ten games in the regular season. I mean, I, I really think that there's a, a good chance with this team. You know, it's interesting, Trey. I think you made the comment a minute ago it wasn't a total rebuilding job. There was some talent on campus. But it's a team that didn't win a conference game in two years, and this is just 
three years later we're talking about this. This this is not, mm. hey, it was a five-year buildup, and, hey, boy, they gradually brought talent in. This is three years later we're talking about a team that could win nine or ten games. They won nine last year. Right. I, but you they, can study they weren't Arkansas. completely devoid of talent, though. Like, no. You Everybody knows that, that Western Kentucky had no business marching into Fayetteville and and whipping up on Arkansas, right? Has yeah, there ever been only... a kid who grew up in Bowling Green, Kentucky, raised uh, the biggest Western Kentucky fan ever, who, when it came down to it, had a choice to make between Arkansas scholarship or Western Kentucky scholarship? Nobody's choosing the Western Kentucky scholarship. You know, no, there's a I... different – they recruit different players, these two programs. Western Wait. Kentucky, North Texas, Colorado State, none of those things. None of them. San Jose State, they shouldn't have been beat Arkansas. just – comes down to coaching. Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.